I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I'm joined by the one and only, the main man, the cool dude. It's Joe Gross, producer Joe. What was that? It's just something I'm trying out. I, I, you know, it wasn't even a noise. West, Westwood's getting old now. There's lots of questions around his behaviour. Right. I think we could fill that gap. We could. Yeah. I, I don't know much about the big dogs. I, I mean, we, we're 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 going in hot. Literally, actually, it's fuck flipping flipping. We don't swear too much it's in this so podcast. Warm. Flipping hot. Oh, so I, I, how are you coping? I um, I'm not really. No, I don't know what to do with myself. It's just one of those things, right? Where it's such a lovely day. I'm thinking, well, if I stay indoors, isn't that a bit sad? And like, you should be making the most of the day. But mm. but, but I'm also like see through, and I will. Yeah. And it's hot, and you end up sweating, and I don't know what to do, Charles. What do I do? I've got a fan. I've got one fan and that follows me in every room. Are you allowed to have a fan on for 24 hours a day? Because I have what to. What do you mean allowed? What do you mean yeah, allowed? Like, 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 is it, well, two, two things. Like, do they sort of, is it risky that it might just sort of explode? Overuse? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Two, how much electricity do fans use? Probably not a lot. It's not going to be like, when there's a you know when there's a drought and there's a hosepipe ban and your neighbours start <laughs> reporting you for using a hosepipe, <laughs> I've heard it whirring twenty four hours a day. Yeah, um, uh, I went for a big swim last night. I, I want to do kind that. Of combat the heat, uh, and it was so busy in the pool. It, it was just like everyone had had the idea of going swimming. What pool? Uh, the big Olympic one. Indoors. Yeah. That, oh, it's loud. Is it now? Is that? Can you catch yeah. it through water? No, I think the chlorine is actually. Uh, good like it just ah, it kills everything doesn't it wow good yeah it's actually it's actually the safest place to be in the all oh, right how many people are in there too many too many too many and lots of people that didn't really know what they were doing they just wanted to be cold i think yeah can you see i'm sweating yeah. i'm actually i'm sweating oh it's horrible yeah let's, well, let's, you've had a haircut but you've got oh. you've got big hair haven't you yeah but i've had it cut and it feels a bit better to be honest you're not tempted to just shave oh, it all off no i've got a long face mate it's too long. I don't think long faces. You like you. You got a long face, haven't you? Yeah, I couldn't go. No, bald. no, exactly. Long faces can't. You got to have a plate face to be able to put mm. off bald. I think. Yeah. 
So, oh, <laughs> and I sorry. To, yeah, this. I mean, is this interesting to people listening? I hope you'll thank you for tuning in. Like, we. We're, how how are you staying cool? Let us know if you've got any tricks. Jokes with Mark on all social media. <laughs> Um, I forgot what we were doing. Anything else to report, Joel? No, don't do that bit. Nothing more from you, Joel. I've got, I've got nothing else to report, Mark. No. Uh, well, maybe that could be a new bit for the beginning of the podcast. Anything to report, maybe. Joel? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's not got the same ring to it, is it? Um, well, let's just get on with the episode, shall we? That's what people are listening for. Who we got this week, yeah, Joel? They're not listening for this. Aaron Simmons. Aaron Simmons. Good surname, except the D. He's got a D in it. And I don't he have has. a D in mind. And he talks about his D through quite a lot of the interview. Oh, hang on. Has he got a D? I don't know, mate. I, hang on. I'm going back on that. I have a feeling he might... Oh, that's bad. I don't know that. i got a feeling... He's got a D. He's got a D, the bloody... And he talks... Trust at... your hunches. And he talks about your d- his D. What a great link that was by me. Yeah, you really I ruined. All over. Sorry, yeah. but I like to be factually accurate with these podcasts, Joel, as you know. I don't. So, let's just hear what he's got to say about his dick. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So you were working toward Edinburgh yeah. this year before yeah. this happened. So, uh... This was going to be my second Edinburgh, and I'd worked on my debut solidly for about three years. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I took my time with that, and I had my Club 20 in it, and I sort of knew what it was going to be about for a very long time. And then, so I find it a lot easier writing between two jokes rather than writing off a blank page. So then getting ready for this Edinburgh was sort of like, oh, Oh, so so like you got your okay, so you got your stuff yeah. you had already, and then start right into into yeah. that stuff. Yeah, okay. and it was all sort of themed around my disability. And um, oh, for the listeners at home, I'm in a wheelchair. That will come crucial at some point during this podcast. <laughs> I would have thought. Um, it'd be weird if I was talking about jokes that didn't work 
uh, about being in a wheelchair and people were like, yeah, of course they didn't work. You're able-bodied. Uh, no, I, I've... <laughs> that would be weird. Um, so, yeah, so I was working on that for quite a long time and also I got trolled on the internet for not being disabled enough. Um, I, and okay. my thought when that happened was if I can't turn this into an Edinburgh show, I shouldn't be a comedian. Um so that's the basis for this. So the trolling happens since the No, no, the last that was show. for the first show. Uh, okay, yeah, that, that was, was the first show. show. Okay, got you. The second show, I was sort of had a blank page of what I wanted to write, of, of, of anything I wanted to write about, I could. And then just a few things happened in my personal life that I was like, oh, I want to talk about this. Um, this seems relevant and... Um, something that I would like to discuss. And then I sort of managed to write a whole show in about sort of six months to the point where, so my process, for lack of a better word, is that if I get an hour's worth of comedy, I can then edit, write some more, edit, write some more. But if you've got sort of 20 minutes, half an hour, I find it quite hard to be like, to chuck anything away because... I've still got much more time to do. So right, I got okay. to the hour and I got to the, sort of the place where I was like, okay, well, this is a show that I'd be happy to preview and get better and better and better. And then the world yeah. sort of stopped. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not, look, I'm, I'm not saying that people have not suffered more than I have. Obviously they have like, there's more important things in the world than wheelchair jokes, but so you're you're actually in quite a good position because most people I've spoke to, it sounds like they're kind of relieved that Edinburgh might not. Well, happen. financially, I'm very relieved, Which but because you... um, I had no idea how I was going to pay for it. But uh, yeah, no. Well, what's so? I think it is both sort of a blessing and a curse because, like. I had a show that I was potentially quite happy with and that I thought was going to be a really good show, but, you know, and there's nothing particularly topical that I could, I, like, in theory, I could do it next year, but I just think that everything pre-isolation is just going to seem so dated, like, just straight away. Like, even in a club gig... Right, it, yeah. I reckon, like, the first club gig that I do after we're allowed out again is just going to be so weird because I'll be like... So I was at the cinema with my girlfriend and people were like, no, you weren't. No one's gone to the cinema in six months. <laughs> Cinemas don't exist anymore. <laughs> I, I hadn't thought about that. Every, yeah, every joke's got to start with yeah. six months ago. Before all of this happened, <laughs> I was at a race course. Um, yeah, that's funny. So, like, so with, like, your... So, so with the mm -hmm. hour that you wrote, had you been working the stuff in at New Material Nights by the time you got to the hour? Or did you literally just go, here's an hour, now I want to try and work out how good um, it is? No, I was working in a New Material night. So, like, it, the... So, last year's show was much more of a story. It was based off a year of my life. And it was from August the 1st to August the 1st and what happened during that time. So, it felt... Like, okay. that was harder to put into new material nights, whereas um, 
this year's show was going to be much more of a collection of bits and sort of less relying on you knowing what happened in the first 10 minutes so the second 20 minutes makes sense. So it was sort of a lot easier to sort of put that into new material nights and to sort of slip it into club gigs and all that kind of stuff. Um, So so there is some stuff that you've dropped already for the show? Yes. it just didn't yeah. work in the... uh, what? I was having a look at my notepad and um, I was thinking, like, considering I've written so much in such a short space of time relative for me, I was like, well, I don't think there's anything I've dropped. And I've looked at it and there's a lot of stuff I've dropped. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, one of the... Ma- so the big story that I dropped was about going to Boots and buying lube. Um... Lube. Buying what? Uh, for the first Lube. time. Okay. Yep. Lube um, <laughs> and like, I assume that helped it to get the boots yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the only reason why I uh, I was going to boots because uh, I couldn't get them in. Um, no, so like the, the story kind of works, but like it just sort of felt unnecessary. And I don't know if you found this, but like. I found after a couple of years of stand-up, I was better at making things work. And so instead of getting like really mm-hmm. funny starting points to stories or funny premises and then making them really fucking funny, I was just getting sort of averagely funny things and making them quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So your your performance is improving so you can make yeah. stuff get more than maybe it should get. Yeah, and I was able to sell it better. And I... It was only after a while that I was like, oh, why am I even telling the story? It's not that funny. Um, <laughs> and, but I tell you one joke that didn't work. Uh, that I don't know. I think I know why, but I'm not 100% certain. So, like, the begin- so the show I was, I'm going to be doing is called Hot Wheels. Yeah. And it's based off the fact that I got given the nickname Hot Wheels after a first date. Uh, sorry, after one night stand. Okay. And um, one of the jokes I have is that I say I actually quite like the nickname. It's the coolest nickname I've ever been given. Um, the only other nickname I was given was uh, Professor X. Oh, yeah. Because, because I'm circumcised. And that works. I'm happy with that joke. But I was then doing a sort of a, a sort of callback to it later on in the show. Um which is about how when so, I was so, so, so go back to the first joke for a second. Yeah, yeah. just so that it, the joke is so it looks like him. So yeah, so the point is that people because <laughs> I point to the wheelchair when I say Professor X, so yeah. people are like, oh, it's because he's in a wheelchair, and then I say yeah. because I'm circumcised. Yeah, um, okay. Which looks like his bald head. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. perfect. Just want to make sure I was on the right level. Yeah, cool. Continue. Yeah. So, uh, later on in the show, I was talking about manscaping and uh, the trickiness of that. And then, like, the weird discovery that I found halfway through manscaping is that hair was going up the shaft and I realised I had a hairy dick and that my dick had sideburns and I said I should have been called Wolverine. Oh. And that never worked. 
Okay, so the first joke always worked. Yeah. But, yeah, I you know, I mean, if if you're looking at it, like, technically, mm-hmm. Wolverine wasn't bald. Yeah, so but he has sideburns. That's he the did whole point. Have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I don't know. I think what it is, is that people don't immediately associate Wolverine with sideburns. They they immediately respond with the, um, like, uh, sword things coming out of his hands. And so, the claws. So they're like, hang on, he's got a claw that comes out of his dick? Like, what's going on there? Um, But you said sideburns, and then I don't think that's... That that would be... It should... It should work, but it doesn't. And has um, it ever worked? Once, I think. But I think I was at a, quite a nerdy gig. Yeah. Where so do you think... Understood. Well, yeah, there is always... There is actually... That is a point that, to us, we think... Mm. You know, everyone knows Wolverine. Exactly. But my mum wouldn't know that. Mm. So maybe the percentage of people that actually do get the references... But then Professor X worked. So that's, yeah. if, if they get the Professor X reference, they should get the Wolverine reference. That's the thing. The, the, the amount of crossover of people who would know what Professor X looks like, but not know what Wolverine looks like. Like, there's literally no people who would do that. Do you Wolverine think maybe, is more, he's more commonly like, known. Yeah, he is, yeah. Do you think, like... What was I going to say? Do you think... By, so do you think maybe they're not connecting the two quick enough? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe because do you always say I should have been called? Because you could have. Would you? Could you say my nickname? Get nickname in there again, so that maybe that sort of. Oh, that's triggers. a good idea. Yeah. Because it is quite a way off in the in the show as well. So I mean, it's it sort could, of like it could also be that you're making people uncomfortable talking about your hairy dick. <laughs> That is true. Uh, I mean, I felt very uncomfortable doing it now. It um, does feel weird one-to-one over a phone call. Yeah. Let me just describe my penis in detail to you, Mark. Um, have you also addressed in the intro that we're not related? Because it's no, even I will weird do. If people, if, okay, because if people think we're brothers... They might think I've got a hairy dick as well, and I don't want that. Yeah, well, that's a good point. <laughs> no. You got your D. You got your D in there. Yep. Uh, uh, my hairy D uh, <laughs> is my name. God. It's not anymore. I have rectified that situation. That's part of the, the point. Oh, it's all part of it. This happy ending at the end. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, quite literally. Um, yeah. I had, a, I had a dick joke. Do you want to hear my dick joke for my new show? That I'm probably not going to do this year. About circumcision as well. I was having an argument. Um, with a friend of mine about what part of the body gets circumcised I said it's the penis end of <laughs> yeah I really like that but I'm probably not going to get to do it for a year so I might as well tell you it now yeah yeah it's good um... <laughs> okay so that's cool so so what happened in Boots so uh, so the real story is that I went to Boots to get some lube because my girlfriend at the time wanted to do anal sex and I'd never done anal sex before. So I went inside, uh, oh. saw someone that I knew. Um, 
Oh, you thought you just made and a joke then, then by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realise that. I don't uh, know who you saw in there that you knew, though. Who's been in there? Well, it's, so in the real story, it was a personal training client of mine with his daughter. In the show story, it's a old teacher of mine because it's just a less weird. Okay. You don't have to explain that. Um, whereas the, you have to explain that. I was about it's to too much backstory. Level. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he asked me what I was doing in Boots. Uh, oh, he was buying makeup for his daughter, who was like 11. It was her birthday or something. And okay. he asked me what I was doing in Boots, and I panicked, and I said I needed to buy deodorant because I was going to a party because it was Saturday night. It, and then I had to go and buy deodorant, even though I'd already got some. So this actually happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah this, this, this is the true version of the story. Who goes to Boots to buy deodorant for a party? That's such a, <laughs> no. a party tonight, best go get some deodorant. <laughs> Well, if you'd run out of deodorant, you need to get deodorant. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I've never done it specifically because I know I've got to go to a party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, continue. But what I was happened? panicking. So, uh, so, I bought, so I got the deodorant. I went up to the cashier. She was this lovely old lady. And she started chatting to me. And, and cashiers tend to chat to me a little bit more than they will do to average Joes. Um Anyway, bought the deodorant, sat in my car for five minutes to wait until he had left the shop. <laughs> Once he had left the shop, I went back in and w- went straight up to the lube aisle, but I didn't know which l- lube to get, so I started texting my girlfriend to see which one I should get, and then the sweet old lady came up to me and then started recommending lubes to me. Um <laughs> And I, that's the most awkward I've ever been in my entire life. Um, and so, yeah, so that was uh, what happened with that. So, so the like, bit would end with her coming and helping you? So the bit would end. So there was a couple of cool... So, like, she... Okay, so, uh, so that was a true story, what you just said then? Yeah. Okay. So that. So yeah, what so, did you do with it for the bit? Okay, so, the, so there was a couple of things. So first of all, there was a joke earlier on in the routine about uh the girl that i was had just been on a date with had said that i'd be good at oral um because i was in a wheelchair so there was a call back to that and then uh so basically the ending of it is that uh she comes up to me and she says would you like any help at all and i say absolutely not because that's the most awkward I've ever been, until 30 seconds later when she started recommending lubes to me. She's like, this one's my favourite, this one's my husband's favourite. Oh, this one's strawberry flavoured, you like that, you're probably good at oral. And okay. I, and then I panic, I buy some adult nappies and I leave. Um, and that's the story. So um, go back for just for a second. Why yeah. being in a wheelchair, is it you better at oral? Yeah, that, I mean, so I have jokes about that that are still in the show. So it was like, just because I've, my legs don't work doesn't mean I've got a big tongue. Um, but the, I think I'm still with the girl who said that. And she said the, it was a compensatory issue. She said it was a joke, but like the fact that I wouldn't be that good with my hips means okay. that I would try harder with my tongue. <laughs> right, okay. So, so when you did fair, the bit, accurate. where were, mm-hmm. when you... Did, when you did the boot story, where were the laughs, and or were there none at all? Did it just not work? No, it worked okay. 
Um, mm. So the real reason why I dropped it is the is the show is supposed to be about the positive side of disability and really at the time where I dropped the boot story it was more about anal than that so <laughs> I needed to address some balance issues um, first and foremost but it got laughs so the big laughs were um, when callback. I the callback worked the the sort of the ramping up, the sort of the telling of the story and me getting more and more angry. And like, so there were little things like, um, I parked in a blue badge when I, space when I first got there, but because that's right outside Boots, when I left, I needed to move my car from a blue badge space into a non-blue badge space. And then I can take the piss out of the same people going like, how do you do that? That's so small, you're so brave to be able to get into those tiny little spaces. Um, yeah. So that kind of stuff. Like, it all was sort of fine, but it yes. wasn't... It, it wasn't didn't have banger. that killer punch at the end to justify telling this story for sort of five minutes yes. and then getting into a sort of a big sort of um, punchline at the end, mm. which is the main reason why I dropped it. And because it wasn't about disability, so they didn't really, the show. it was... A, it was more about anal. <laughs> so was that? So that was that the new show that was for? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Have you got any other bits from that? The new one that you you've dropped, or you, you're still trying um, to? Well, I did sort of a an ending to it, which didn't work. Which in my head it was going to be like. Um, so what I wanted the show to be initially was it for it to be sort of. 45 minutes worth of bits that didn't seem like they were connected in any kind of way and yeah. then have like a 15 minute story at the end where everything is in like put into it and it's just like this rolling callback machine yeah. and it's sort of people are like oh he's planned absolutely every part of that but we just didn't see it coming um, but that just did not work in the slightest um, so it's not work like as in got... you could still try and make it work or it's just the whole the the premise of it was sort of very forced and like so all of the the bits that I was doing during the show are very anecdotal very um, based in truth and this is what's happened to me isn't this weird that this is happening to me and then the final story is obviously made up and so it then sort of feels like it then puts doubt into everyone's mind of what is true and what's not. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so part of it is that I go to Boots again and that I'm then to buying lube for the new girlfriend rather than the old girlfriend. And I see the girl that I had the one night stand with. And, um, you know, I meet a guy who claims to be Jesus, which is also in the... Um, in the show and all this kind of stuff. Right, and it just so it all didn't feels a bit too contrived. Put yeah. Together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So too convenient. Now, yeah, now I'm doing something completely different where I juggle at the end of the show. Um, Lovely. Because who doesn't love a bit of juggling? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. There we go. Uh, there's a little joke there. Um, well, no, cause the reason why is so. Uh, the the third thing that doctors told my parents about cerebral palsy, um, they said 
He may not ever walk, he may not ever talk, but what is def- what is true about all people with cerebral palsy, they have poor coordination, so he'll never be able to juggle. <laughs> that was the third thing they told my parents. They did like, Yeah, yeah, oh genuinely. My God. Like, yeah, okay, he might not be able to walk or talk, but really importantly, he will never be able to juggle. Like Don't even think about getting him a Diablo. Like, like that's, that's more important. Yeah, like stop investing in clown college right now. Um, yeah, no, it was a bit mad. But, you know, uh, that's that's just the way they did it in the 90s. Oh, I've just seen something that I didn't realise I cut from the show. Uh, my Pizza Express material. Okay. Uh, Is that since so it was, the um, Prince Andrew stuff? No, it? It, was, it was... I mean, ironically, it was after the Prince Andrew stuff happened, but it was ah. about... Um, it was just telling the story about a first date that I went on. And I've had the story for a long, long time. I think it's like my oldest bit that I can genuinely remember, like, working and, um, like, thinking, oh... Actually, I can do this. Um, this is like what I want to be doing more of. The, the, so it's like a date story. And the second half of the day, uh, so I went on a date with an American girl and I told her that my car was voice activated. Um, and then I get her, I, I, she calls me on it and I have to drive home in this voice activated car in um, quotation marks. And then I get her to drive it and I make her do an English accent um, and then when we get back to her flat she tells me that her door is voice activated and I go up to her front door and I tell the door to open in an American accent and that's that's the bit and that is fine but like the Pizza Express bit was about how to sort of justify me being a bit of a dick to her um, right. and so I got, so first of all, I made her order a salad at Pizza Express because who doesn't hate those people? Um, (laughs) Which is kind of unfair because that's not what she did. But also, um, she asked, like, if you want to split a bottle of wine. And I said, no, I'm not drinking tonight. I I drove here. And so she said, oh, does that mean you don't drink? And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, because you're always driving, aren't you? And that, it sort of worked for what I wanted it to do, to sort of make the audience not like her, but it's sort of unfair, because I actually quite like her as a person. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, you know. But that worked. It it sort of worked, but there was a sort of, the thing about it, it was a lot of setups, like, the setups to each of the jokes in that routine are about, 30 seconds to a minute of silence to a punchline. It's basically how long can I talk for before yeah. the audience loses complete faith in me? Oh, I've got to put a joke in here. Um, and then just about get away with it every single time. Yeah. So, so that, so you put that bit in to make, to yeah. help the, the car stuff work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So go back to the car stuff. I'm just a little bit confused by it. Maybe I didn't pick up on something. What, sure. So, so you got her to drive it and got her to do an English accent. Yeah. As so, in, but, so that's that's something that doesn't that's not necessary. 
Correct. So I told her that my car was voice activated. Yeah, because um, I don't know anything joke. about voice activated cars. The, okay, I'll tell you everything you need to know about for the context of the joke. Uh, they don't exist. Because um, <laughs> I thought you meant like just to get just. I don't know what I thought actually. Okay, <laughs> so so I've totally right. Okay, so so when you first said it, I thought you meant like you'd say turn left and turn right, and then I thought, oh, do you just must mean you just go? Turn so on. I explain this in the joke. So uh, I say, oh, my car's voice activated. And she believes me. And so she wanted to see how it goes. So I said, is that how it works? So I said, all you need to do is say go and the car moves. And you say stop and the car stops. Uh, and so we get in the car. I say go. I let go of the brake. It begins to move. She loses her shit. And then I say stop and I slam the brake. She goes, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Um, can I get this in my car? And I say, no, I don't even have this in my car. Um and then we carry on for a little while, and then she asks to do it, and then she says go, and I don't let go of the brake, and then I make her do it in an English accent, just for my own amusement. Okay, with you. Yeah. And then the I'm... longer that... When, when you said, and she believes me, that, that was... I missed that bit. Yeah. That, that tells you that that's not a thing. Right, okay, mm. with you. And then the longer it goes on, the more guilty I feel about it. So I tell her that I've made this up and she said, oh, I completely believed you because my front door is voice activated. All you need to do is go up to the front door and say open. Uh, She goes in and and makes herself more comfortable and I go up to the front door and I I say, I've learned a couple of very important things in my life uh, that night. First of all, there was nothing so sad as a guy in a wheelchair shouting open at a door in an American accent. And that's, okay. that's the whole bit. Yeah. And again, that takes too long to get to that punchline, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so you, you, so you, would you have tried that bit and then you thought yeah. I'll add the Peter Express stuff? Yeah. So that, so as I say, that story, that car story was, one of my first routines that I was like happy with. Um, and once it was just about trying to um, make it a little bit more punchy. And if you get them, if sort of the first half of that routine is about sort of. Um, uh, sort of me getting upset or me getting, being very judgy about um, someone ordering a salad at Pizza Express. That's quite funny. And then mm. the ridiculousness of um, the story and the fact that I and the fact that I get my comeuppance at the end um, yeah. is important. But it also sort of feels out of kilter with the rest of the show because the rest of the show the audience is pretty much on my side um there's a few bits and pieces that are not i'm not like um squeaky clean in terms of like there's a bit of gray area whether or not i should or shouldn't be doing it but generally the audience are on my my side which is nice yeah 
Okay. So, so we, I mean, we're nearly done there. So, have you got <gasps> any other little little jokes that you've had to stop or you couldn't get to work? i tell you what I did do. I wrote a topical joke about um, the coronavirus that is already not topical. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I was going to put this out on Twitter and then forgot, and then, like, a day later, it was no longer topical. So, like, I was going to put... Uh, the people who I feel most sorry for are the self-employed comedians who are very adept at wasting complete days doing nothing, but now can't afford to wank four times a day because toilet paper is so expensive. <laughs> but that's not... Why is that out of... What, that's still... You could still put that up, couldn't you? I, I mean, I could, but there's the whole thing about now you get sort of... Like, the self-employed people have been sort of... Um, uh, addressed by uh, yeah Rishi. I suppose so but we're still not getting anything for about three months that's true I could I could say oh, we can't wait for four months um, <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> there we go fixed it that's or is there, is there does it even have to be related to self-employed comedians because because, like, maybe it could just be a broader joke. All men. Like, like, met, like, you've got the opportunity. Like, this is the first time we've actually got an opportunity where we could. Wank four times do a day. What we want to do. And can't afford it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it could just, you know, just work on its own. That's funnier. Yeah. I'll, I'll put that up on Twitter. Put it to and, the uh, And all half the likes will go to you. Ah, oh, that's nice. But if there aren't many, please don't associate me with it in the slightest. Oh, no, no, no there won't be. <laughs> I, w- I want to bring down your average of likes per tweet. <laughs> I haven't got many. <laughs> I think everyone's social distancing from my tweets. <laughs> I like how most people would do a podcast when they've got like stuff to plug or, uh, you know, people... Or just sort of want to get their name out. I'm doing it when I've literally got no out gigs. Out of border. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it to talk to another human being. That's how lonely I am. Cool, man. Okay, have you got any other last bits before we stop? No, no, I'm good. Everything else works a treat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Everything else is brilliant, apart from the fact that it won't work in 18 months' time. Yeah. In 18 months' time, can I come back and tell you which bits worked before isolation and which bits didn't work after isolation? I think we're probably still going to be in isolation. <laughs> this is, this is all I'm ever going to be doing again is podcasts. And then yeah. people are going to run out because people won't have done gigs for two years and they're, yeah. they're not going to remember <laughs> jokes that haven't worked. i tell you what, I was looking through old notebooks and I could not remember what I wrote. I wrote the phrase normal people in a notebook maybe 15 times. I have no idea what that's in reference to. Over and over again? Yeah, like, so in set lists. So it's like, so I never write out jokes. So I've got set lists and I've got normal people written down maybe 15 or 20 times. I have no idea what that joke is. So you would have done that 15 or 20 times? and you. yeah. Absolutely. So if anyone was around the open mic circuit three or four years ago who remembers my normal people joke, please get in touch with me. What? Oh, I don't know. Do you reckon, what do you reckon it? We could... I, I have... Ab- 
absolutely no idea. I, the only thing that I can imagine is it was so terrible that I've erased it from my memory. Yeah. Wow. But it, it was at the time where I had just broken up with my girlfriend, so it might have been quite a bitter thing about, <laughs> like, oh, I'm not going out with normal people ever again. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe we should put a bit... We should, yeah, because I, I do that sometimes, and, like, in my notes, it's quite often in my notes on my phone, so it's not even stuff I've actually tried. I've just got, mm. like, absolute... Like, I'll just try to look and see if I've got an example right now. Um. Oh no, that oh, that one I do know what that is. I haven't even written a joke for this yet. I've just put addresses the country. You know, like Boris Johnson keeps addressing the country <laughs> and something to do with what would the address Great. be for the country. But I, I don't one know. England Road. Yeah, and it was but Europe. The, the, <laughs> well, the, not really. The world. Yeah, there that, that, <laughs> could be a joke in that maybe. Yeah. When you I said addresses the world, I thought you were going to make it a salad dressing joke. <laughs> Just cover it in see in what I don't know what, what I don't eat salad. Olive oil. Olive oil. Both. I I I mean this is not my forte. Well, addresses wouldn't work for that because yeah, address no it would be it's a dressing isn't Dre- it? Yeah, you don't all address. No. Mm. Address. But dressing. Mm. He's addressing. The country yeah oh that could work yeah a lovely balsamic vinegar but would you say i'm addressing this salad you wouldn't would you people think you're talking <laughs> to the salad but the, the salad needs a dressing works yeah but you dress so a salad this, do you even dress i don't know i don't <laughs> i barely dress myself mate um <laughs> that's a joke it was, can we end on a joke a joke hey, joke i think we should end on a joke mate okay good as gold i don't have any... oh dear I told you about one joke, and that was that was the first act joke. I've got nothing else. <laughs>so what's well good good episode thank you everybody hope you enjoyed it any feedback at jokes with mark as always i'm even sweatier than i was in the intro um yeah uh you're struggling i can tell you i am a bit mate i I just want to go sit next to my fan i didn't bring the fan in this room oh dear um what do we need to tell everyone joel uh, patreon.com oh, yeah. forward slash jokes with Mark. Bonus content, Brent, bonus content. Brent. But not only bonus content, it's just a lovely way of supporting the show. Oh, and yeah. if, if people go and sign up and give us a little bit of cash, Mark might be able to buy a second fan. <laughs> I'd love so he that. Have to carry I'd, it, I'd like he doesn't have to unplug I'd it like and carry those, it to every room with him. I'd like one of those battery powered ones that I can just hold. Yeah, that, that'd I'd be like, easier. I mean, if the Patreon really takes off, I'd like one of those big Dyson ones that costs okay. a thousand Well, if pounds. we're thinking big here, I want an aircon unit in my flat. <laughs> Sign up to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. Let's buy Mark an aircon unit. <laughs> um, but you should put that as one of the rewards. You know how there's uh, tiers of contribution. Well, I one get a reward. Just be like, yeah, one of, <laughs> well, one of the be rewards like, is Mark gets a reward. Donate. Donate five grand, and all the reward is Mark Simmons gets aircon in his house. Oh, if anyone's got, if anyone like proper rich is listening, and you want to give me five grand for an aircon, or just send me an aircon unit, you know, I'm not going to spend it on anything else. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> There's no, you, you couldn't spend it on anything else right now. You'd be mad. Oh, some ice. 
So, oh, I sound uncomfortable, I think. Um, so, yes, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, yeah, anything more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Nothing Mark? Nothing more from me, Joel. Hashtag Aruga, everybody. Wear a mask. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.